You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'm Stephen Simcox, your host. It is Friday, July 9th, and I appreciate you joining the show today. Uh, I want to talk some recruiting in this first segment, and I've been pretty forthright in the past. Recruiting is something, I mean, obviously I'm interested in. I think every college football fan should be. It's not something I would say I'm an expert in. I don't have, you know, I don't go to camps. I don't scout these kids out. I don't have great relationships with uh, prospects. So I'm never going to be someone that tells you so-and-so is going here because of X, Y, Z. Um, that's not my forte. I, I encourage you to subscribe to Horn Frog Blitz if you want more information on um, that part of it. But every once in a while, there's a story or something happens that I feel it's is in my depth to discuss. Um, so I want to do that today. And this happened earlier this week, but Chase Biddle, who's a four-star safety out of Garland, he committed to SMU. Um, he did this on Instagram Live, which, you know, that part of it, whatever. That's how young people do it these days. I don't know why I sound like an 85-year-old man when I said that. You guys, you understand how recruiting works. So he committed to SMU. SMU's on a heater right now, um, and they've done a really nice job. Their staff, Sonny Dykes, they've won some important games, including, unfortunately, beating TCU in Fort Worth a couple of years ago. Um, Rashad Samples is the son of Reginald Samples, um, who was the head coach at Duncanville, and Rashad came on staff at SMU a couple of years ago. This offseason, they promoted him to associate head coach, and uh, he's a really, really good recruiter. Obviously, with his dad, he has great relationships with student-athletes in the DFW area. And SMU has tried to brand themselves as the School of Dallas. Um, that, along with winning, and I think some other factors, has led them to gaining some momentum as a program. We also got Jordan Hudson, a wide receiver out of Garland, um, who, depending on what service you're looking at, is a four-star or five-star recruit. So they're on a really good roll right now, recruiting-wise. This was surprising because, one, I mean, Biddle's a safety. Um, he's in the Metroplex. It would make sense for him to come to TCU. TCU's done an amazing job, an amazing job with their defensive backs. Um, I think their secondary is arguably the strongest part of their team going into the season. So, it was surprising when he picked SMU over TCU. Um, and I, I'm starting to wonder... <laughs> if we should be worried about this 2022 class. Currently, they have four commits. But really, they have three commits because one of the commits is a JUCO transfer. So, I mean, he's he's coming in. He's going to be factored into this class. He's part of it. But as far as high schoolers, they have three commits at the moment. Um, it's only July, but it's also July. I mean, we're, we're five months away from the signing period. Uh, and for the past year or so, just hearing Gary talk about the challenges of trying to recruit over Zoom, I really thought maybe this was just a factor of, you know, combination. Um, you weren't losing a lot of seniors last year because they also had a small class for 2021. And recruiting in a pandemic is just really difficult. But now the dead period's over. I mean, they're able to get these kids on campus. And they're just not really bringing in commitments. I mean... Oklahoma, Texas, Baylor's brought in a lot of commits over the past few months. 
Um, it's not happening in Fort Worth. So Billy Embody covers SMU for 247 Sports, and he was on uh, one of the radio shows I work on earlier this week. So I asked Billy point blank about what was the difference between SMU and TCU when it came to Chase Biddle. You know, I, I think a big part of it was just relationships. Um, you know, SMU did a really good job recruiting him. Jordan Blake, who's uh, coming up as one of the young rising stars off the field in recruiting, had a really strong relationship with him. Rashad Samples, their assistant head coach, is one of the better recruiters in Dallas. I mean, if not the best right now, just considering, you know, where he's at at, you know, still a group of five SMU uh, versus, you know, some of the other top Dallas recruiters who might be at Power 5 schools and have, you know, that logo kind of behind them and helping them all the time. So those relationships were key. Uh, his teammate, Jordan Hudson, a four-star wide receiver, committed on the 4th of July, but I don't think that really shifted things here. I think the relationships, their plan for him, playing right away, I think ultimately that won out. They had a really good official visit with him. His mom was there. who's was a big part of his decision-making process. And so she signed off on it, and I think it really came together over the last probably week or so. It was a huge, huge recruiting win to, to just catch up to the lead that TCU had and then push it over the top of the commitment. So he said in the end it just came down to relationships. And fair enough. I mean, everybody's got to do what's right for them. I just I think it's concerning when you start losing players at that position to a school like SMU. Now, it might just be a one-off thing. We'll see if it becomes a trend. But, man, this – this program could really use a shot in the arm when it comes to getting players to um, commit their services to TCU. One more thing I'll say about this. I don't, I don't know this for a fact. It certainly feels like SMU is really trying to also lean into, hey, name, image, and likeness. Um, there's going to be opportunities here for you. Big market in Dallas. Obviously, that's a school with means. And when we talked to Gary Patterson, which you heard that interview on Wednesday's podcast, if you missed it, you can go back and listen to it. Matt Matt Mosley, who works with me, he asked Gary about, you know, name, image, and likeness. And Gary didn't sound like he was uh, super brushed up on how this worked. Um, he didn't sound like he was really ahead of the curve on it. He basically said, you know, this is why you have an athletic director. This is why you have a compliance department. And I don't know what he's selling to recruits. He might have just been downplaying that because he was talking to us. I have, I don't know. I just, my eyebrows kind of rise, rose when he said that. Um, and just the tone that he delivered it. It sounded very much like, well, you know, this is something guys are going to do on their own. They can do it on their own. And I'm thinking, man, like, there's a lot of schools that are going full court press. Like, hey, we can get to, we can get you in here. We can get you some money. We can get you uh, to a place where you're going to be a hot commodity. And that did not sound like the message that Gary was passing along. So that just also gives me some pause about where we're at right now with recruiting at TCU. Coming up next, let's uh, discuss the All Big 12 team and the Big 12 preseason poll has come out in the last few days. So we'll break that down. Before we do that, though, I want to tell you about Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a great, great company. Um, they're family-owned, and it's, you know, it's a big website. But at its root, it's a small family-owned company that's going to treat you right. Um, 
they have reliable low prices. They have all the parts your car will ever need. You know, as I've said before, for somebody like me who doesn't know much about vehicles, Rock Auto is the perfect place to go. But also, if you're a do-it-yourselfer, if you're someone who um, regularly works on your car, Rock Auto is a great place to go too. Because as I said, they have all the low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. They have a drop-down menu. When you go there, if you click in that box, make sure you select uh, the Lockdown Podcast Network so that they know that we sent you. RockAuto.com. All right, so uh, segment number two here on Lockdown Horn Frogs. Big 12 preseason poll came out today. Media days start next week. Here is your uh, Big 12 media preseason poll from 1 to 10. Oklahoma at number one. They got 35 of the 39 first place votes. No surprise there. Iowa State at two. Texas at three. Oklahoma State at four. TCU at five. West Virginia at six. Kansas State at seven. Baylor at eight. Texas Tech at nine. And Kansas at 10. So uh, TCU at number five. And honestly, I'm fine with that. I think it's a good place to be. Expectations are not sky high. Expectations are not, I would say, too low. Um, I would personally have them higher. Full disclosure, I did vote on this. And to compare, my poll was I had OU at number one, Iowa State at two, TCU at three, Texas at four, Oklahoma State at five, Kansas State at six, Baylor at seven, West Virginia at eight, um, Texas Tech at nine, and Kansas at ten. So I had TCU higher than the media did. And, I mean, I get it. There's, Texas is, you know, there's a lot of momentum there. Um, Steve Sarkeesian, year one. But overall, I think there's going to be some growing pains. Um, installing a new offense, installing a new defense. I don't think Texas is just going to hit the ground running and immediately be a great team. TCU, this is the year. I mean, this is the year we've been talking about. It's year three for Max Duggan. Um, they are... Pretty stacked at the skill positions. Black Evans at running back. And then behind him, Kendra Miller, Amari DiMercato. At wide receiver, Quentin Johnston, Savion Williams, um, J.D. Spielman, Tay Barber. They, this offense should be dynamic. If it's not, then it's either a failure on the play calling or it's a failure on this offensive line in the quarterback play. Let me put it this way. If TCU and Iowa State, TCU's playing Iowa State November 26th, if that game is not deciding who's going to the Big 12 championship game, I think uh, something's gone wrong and you haven't met expectations. But I would have TCU at three. Uh, Oklahoma State at four surprised me. I mean, I don't think they're going to be bad. And I, I do feel like there's something to be said about Mike Gundy finding a way to exceed expectations in a season where um, expectations are low, right? Like last year, they were supposed to win the Big 12 or compete for the Big 12. They weren't really able to do that. And that's typical of the Gundy cycle. But the flip side of that is, usually when he has teams that are not supposed to be good, they get done and they get it done the big way. Uh, But they're replacing a lot of production in Chuba Hubbard and Tylen Wallace. And I'm not a believer in Spencer Sanders. So I had them lower than the media. I had Texas lower than the media. I got TCU at three. 
Uh, and I think if things break right, TCU should be playing for a Big 12 title in Arlington. And I feel like that's got to be the hope and the expectation for most TCU fans going into this season. Uh, so that's where I stand on the preseason poll. The All Big 12 team also came out. And let me pull it out here. Let me pull it up here to make sure I'm right. But I believe the only two TCU players on the preseason team were both on defense. It was uh, Travius Hodges Tomlinson at DB and then O'Shawn Mathis on the defensive line. And I think that's fair. Now, I would say, I feel like there's a few, a few snubs. I would personally have Kyrie Coleman somewhere on that defensive line. Your other defensive linemen were Isaiah Thomas, Perrion Winfrey, uh, and Dante Stills. I think Kyrie Coleman deserves to be on the O-line, or on the D-line, excuse me, of the preseason team. I would put him above O'Shawn Mathis personally, but I would like to see both of them there. Um, offensively, it's really hard to argue. I mean, I know Zach Evans might be somebody that comes to mind for a lot of our Frog fans. Uh, Brees Hall and, B and B. John Robinson were ahead of him. I could make a case for Quentin Johnston above Xavier Hutchinson and Eric Azukama. Not Marvin Mims, but Xavier Hutchinson and Eric Azukama. I think you could make an argument for uh, for Quentin. Bottom line is, though, he hasn't done it yet, right? Like, he's only had 400-plus yards receiving in his one season. He made some big plays, but it hasn't been consistent. TCU hasn't shown that they're going to go to him consistently and that he's going to be the centerpiece of that passing game. Um, however, I think those guys are going to end up on the Big 12, all, you know, the all-Big 12 team when the season's over. And I think Zach Evans has a chance to do that, too. Um, Quarterback-wise... Spencer Rattler uh, was the QB on this list. Um, he was also Offensive Player of the Year, or Projected Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Mike Rose at Iowa State, and Newcomer of the Year, Eric Gray, running back, who came over from the University of Tennessee. So that's your Big 12 preseason poll, and that's your All-Big 12 team. You know, not a ton of TCU representation on the All-Big 12 team, but I this is a... A curious team in that uh, I think there's a lot of guys we expect to be really good. They just haven't put the production on the field yet at a high level. So you really are projecting out, you know, yeah, I think this guy is going to be a monster when the season starts. Um, we'll wrap up shopping here in a minute. Before we do that, though, I do want to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the most delicious protein bar on the market. I love Built Bar. It's a great snack. It's, uh, you know, great to have with you. BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON15. Again, that's LOCKEDON15. Get 20% off your next order. Built Bar. Uh, it's great for breakfast. That's usually when I eat it. Or a, a pre-workout snack. Whatever you want to use it for. BuiltBar.com. Promo code LOCKEDON15. Okay. Closing up shop here on Locked on Horn Frogs. Appreciate you joining me this week. Coming up next week, I believe I'm going to have someone from the TCU Compliance Department to discuss name, image, and likeness. So that'll be fun. Um, and we'll also start to roll out. I want to do some Big 12 previews. So I want to speak with uh, a reporter from every team in the Big 12 to get you ready for the 2021 season. This has been Locked on Horn Frogs, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.